do the inner work so you don't have to rely on external energy to make you feel whole. I'll be very honest, this quote was actually just one of my pins on Pinterest and I was looking through and I thought it was really cute and I think it's so true, you do need to do the inner work so you don't rely on external energy to make you feel whole. I think it's so important to make sure that you're strong within yourself and secure with who you are before you start looking elsewhere for that validation to make you feel complete. So without further ado, welcome back to the Seedling Podcast. This is our fifth episode. Uh, I'm going to be covering how to overcome self-sabotage and I'm actually by myself today. I miss you Mia. Uh, But yeah, for many reasons we couldn't film or record together. So it's okay. It is what it is, Um, but hopefully you guys will enjoy. Uh, Let me know what you guys think um, of this little solo moment. Hopefully it'll be nice and concise and yeah, let's just start this podcast. So quick disclaimer, if you're really struggling really, really badly, then please seek professional help. I mean, I'm just, I'm just giving my personal experience I'm really not out here to give any professional um like clinical guidance on this because I feel like self-sabotage can come in very extreme forms and yeah anyway I feel like let's just start so with my own journey uh um I feel like this is very similar to other girls but I definitely had an interesting time with self-sabotage like in and out and I just feel like it was directly linked to my bad relationship with um, my parents, especially my dad and my bad relationship with my brother. Um, So yeah, any like childhood trauma, I feel like was really just linked to all of the self-sabotaging behaviors I was doing, which was, you know, being in bad friendships, being in bad situationships and abusing like just male validation um and yeah it just wasn't cute it wasn't cute and you know that's not to say that I was like some crazy girl like I wasn't out here doing the most but I feel I feel like I've come a long way and I've definitely got a bit to say about this so I feel like when there's a lack of masculine energy from your parents or a lack of female sorry feminine energy from your parents so for me there was a lack of masculine energy obviously my mum could you know be that masculine energy for me but it didn't feel the same as if it was coming from a man um and I feel like I was you know searching for that in other men so like just becoming very very um focused on it like all of my attention was really on like you know who liked me like whether I was liked by a guy um very common though I I really would say that this is something that I feel like a lot of girls were like at you know the age of I don't know 15 to 18 kind of vibe um before that you're too young get your head in the books like I'm sorry even 15 is too young but seriously (laughs) if you have a little sibling or cousin that's doing that just tell them to focus on their their work (laughs) um they do not need a boyfriend or a girlfriend let me just put it right there but it's very easy to get wound up in that I feel like um a lot of people are obsessed with 
crushes and I, to be fair it is fun but anyway totally natural totally normal but I feel for me it just got to a point where I wasn't prioritizing myself and there's a lot I could say I regret but I'm glad I, I've I've gone through everything that I've gone through um you know otherwise I wouldn't be here today period but I, I feel like I definitely needed to satisfy that masculine energy through male validation and I just remember I used to post like pictures of myself on Snapchat or whatever literally just for male validation like if a girl popped up yeah cool but it wouldn't satisfy that deep like I don't know what the word is but that um what is the word deficiency or something you know deficiency for male energy male sorry masculine energy all of that validation that I was craving from my dad um (laughs) this is getting deep but I feel like all of that I needed and I was just searching for it externally and that in itself was just a form of self-sabotage for me another way I was self-sabotaging was I lost a lot of my discipline after I quit swimming because that swimming was just my life and it was disciplining me I was going before school I was going after school and yeah I might not have been like you know an Olympic swimmer but it was very competitive and after I quit I literally just went in the opposite direction and I feel like it's very normal for people to do that if you've done a high level sport and you quit I feel you just get what I mean you just kind of want to do everything that you couldn't do before and I lost my focus at school I just got pretty average GCSEs pretty average A levels and I look back at it and I just think god I just wish I focus obviously it's not good to wish or regret I really try not to feel that way because I wouldn't be here without any of this silly decisions that I made back in the day um but yeah I feel like now I've kind of got this new set of discipline um I I wouldn't say I'm super strict with myself but I definitely would say that I've kind of wound back to how I used to be before I quit swimming um and that could be linked to the fact that I stopped drinking alcohol like I feel like sobriety has definitely put me in a new path and I feel way more awake and focused so that could be something that's helped um but anyway yeah I could blame everything on my childhood experiences and my childhood traumas but I really do think that guys it's so important to hold yourself accountable and when you see yourself self-sabotaging to just stop yourself as soon as you see it or hear it in your in your mind um and it's difficult though because it's very habitual like your thoughts are a habit and they're addictive and you know I'm not perfect I really am not and I think practice makes perfect but it's important to try and just journal as soon as you feel like you're starting to get into like a bit of a rut of self-sabotage um and not prioritizing yourself journal it out feel your feelings um but make sure you talk to people about it if you don't want to talk to people about it that's okay but just stay focus like try and not lose your vision um because as soon as you start to self-sabotage you're just kind of just ruining yourself and your human experience like you should be enjoying this time that you're on earth like it shouldn't feel hard or a struggle or a suffer it should feel 
loving and fruitful and nourishing and fun and funny and yeah uh anyway there's lots of things that can lead to self-sabotage as well um I feel like if you're getting into a routine of something that you don't really love like if you're in like a horrible job and you don't really like it you'll start to substance abuse maybe just to help with take the edge off and that in itself is a form of self-sabotage because you're not really looking after well obviously you're not looking after yourself but you're not seeing and acknowledging the part of you that doesn't enjoy this job that doesn't enjoy being a people pleaser and doing things for other people when yeah realistically you should be doing whatever you wanted to do but again it is difficult it is hard it's hard out here because you know sometimes that nine to five is just going to pay your your rent and you need that job and then that sweet release of I don't know whatever you want to do on the weekend helps to pacify but yeah realistically try to just acknowledge anything that's leading you to any self-sabotaging habits um and yeah just do the inner work and yeah I feel like it's important to also highlight where your self-sabotaging habits might lie so if these sound like familiar to you then maybe you should rethink a couple things but it's up to you honestly this is just planting the seed if you feel like you're in a toxic relationship whether you're a boyfriend girlfriend whatever if you feel unhappy with them and you feel like you're alone you feel abused you feel used that is a self-sabotaging relationship and a form of self-sabotage because realistically you're preventing yourself from moving forward and from finding that person that could be the one or be a person that can help you elevate you shouldn't feel put down or low in a relationship you should feel elevated and happy and valued and worth a million dollars okay so if you're in an unhappy relationship and you're staying with them just because it's familiar sweetie that is a form of self-sabotage okay and we're not here for it okay the next form is also a relationship but friendship so if you're in a bad friendship or a friendship group where everyone's just like gossiping bad-mouthing each other doing the wrong things like I don't know forcing you to go out when you don't want to go out or making you um do stupid shit that you don't want to do or kind of like disagreeing with you or putting you down not supporting you in your dreams and your goals that is a self-sabotaging friendship and again leave honestly do not be scared to leave someone if you're with them for stupid reasons like I don't know um they give you a good status they're like popular whatever do not be scared to leave someone like that because they are not a loss like if they are someone that you're just with again for like status or because they're funny sometimes (laughs) um or sometimes they're nice to you just don't be scared to leave them because that for you will not be a loss and you can only gain from it okay again another self-sabotaging habit or form is regularly watching porn or consistently having casual sex like I don't know if you know this but both of those are quite unhealthy for your sex life um 
we all know that both casual sex and porn just do not energetically elevate you let's just be honest (laughs) it takes your energy it's literally an energy vampire um and it's good to be selective with what you share your sexual energy with and how you experience sex because it's literally how we're created and I don't know about you but I feel like it's just a lot better when you're more selective so do what you want to do um and I'm gonna say that because you know yeah you do you it's very very personal but I do believe that it's a form of self-sabotage because you can really harm yourself and harm your ideas around sex and what you like and what you don't like um especially if you've been introduced to sex like from a very young age introduced to porn from a very young age all of that can be so damaging and it's important to just kind of understand what you like as a human being like have you ever thought for a second what do I actually genuinely like um and I feel like exploring that with someone that's more of a long-term partner that you have an emotional attachment to, you will be having much better sex with that kind of person than with just a one-night stand. Um, And I don't know, if you feel yourself drained, tired, um, depleted, just energetically depleted, um, then maybe like after you've had like a casual sex encounter, maybe just, you know, think, okay, is, was that right for me? But if you feel full of life, if you're buzzing, then, you know, equally, I do still disagree with it, but that is on my own terms. Like, honestly, like, I don't want to be out here saying, (laughs) you can't do this, you can't do that. I'm just trying to say, um, my thoughts on certain things, but yeah, anyway, it's a definite journey. (laughs) If you, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like now I'm going to stop talking about sex because I don't want us to get too sexual. But anyway, um, okay, the next self-sabotaging habit could be abusing alcohol, drugs, all that kind of stuff. Um, again, I feel like we mentioned this in our sobriety episode, but if you are addicted to drugs and alcohol, then that is a serious issue that I feel like not a lot of people understand in this world I feel is so normalized uh, especially at university where you're just like downing bottles of vodka and rum and beer and whatnot um, just to feel a certain way or just to look cool or just to finish the drink honey like just remember that that can lead to a serious alcohol addiction and I mean, I don't mean to scare you, but it is it is true. Um, and I feel like a lot of alcoholics are formed during university because there's so much alcohol and drugs being spread. And um, yeah, it's important to realise that that is a self-sabotaging habit. <laughs> um, is that benefiting you? Realistically, do you feel like this is elevating you or do you feel like it's putting you down? Um, and think also, why do I need that? Like, why is that actually something that I feel like I require in order to go out and have fun with my friends? Like, why, why do I need it? Like, what is it about myself that I do not like? And why do I need that confidence from, I don't know, a form of substance, whatever form it comes in? Um, but yeah, I feel like it just masks who you are. And since I've been sober as well, I've really forced myself. It's, it's not been that difficult because I feel like I didn't, really rely on it like that much before 
Um, but I know a lot of people struggle with going sober. So it's really easier said than done. And I don't want to say, oh, just go sober when, you know, it's one of the most difficult things for some people. Um, but I definitely feel like it's given me a new sense of confidence and I've really just enjoyed living and experiencing life and yeah there's so many benefits so if you want to listen to our take on sobriety that is I think our third episode so go have a listen to that um if you are interested in that um another self-sabotaging habit um and this is the last one I'm going to talk about there's many but this is the last one that I feel like stuck out to me was restricting nourishing food um and yeah I feel like it's just so it's so sad when you feel the need to restrict yourself and see food as a punishment and or as a reward when realistically food is meant to be enjoyed and meant to fuel your body and give you energy and yeah that's just a sad self-sabotaging habit again that you can come out of like if you just give yourself a chance, trust yourself to get over any of this internal criticism that you've got going on. Um, yeah, I feel like it's amazing when you get out of it, but horrible when you're in it. So yeah, it's um, definitely something that I think a lot of people struggle with without really talking about. So it can be quite sensitive. Um, and yeah, just know that there are people out there that you can talk to and that will listen and um, will understand. And there's so many good TikTokers and influencers out there that if you are struggling with any sort of like eating problems, like you can follow them and see how happy they are. And there's a direct link as well to nourishment and mental health. And it will literally be clear as day once you're out of there but you know when you are there in that mindset of oh I don't deserve this or um you know earning food is something that you're struggling with um I feel like it's a it's directly linked to nourishing your body so like when you get out of it it will be so clear to you that you weren't feeling great because you were restricting your food if that makes sense um so yeah anyway I think now we should just move on to how to overcome self-sabotage so you really need to be willing to do the work you need to be aware of your issues as vulnerable and uncomfortable it may be but you really need to be aware of it um and if that's by, you don't know, just looking in the mirror and facing the facts or talking to someone, talking to your parents, talk to someone that could tell you the truth and be honest, then yeah, I feel like that will help. And then you can get all the therapy and advice you want, but you have to stay consistent and you have to practice. That is the only way you'll help yourself. Um, I feel like for me, the reason why I feel like I've, I've gone in and out of self-sabotage, I feel like first year of uni I was definitely not feeling my best um which is quite common as well um first year can it was great but in many ways I felt like I was also leaning back into some self-sabotaging habits that I had had in like sixth form um and then through lockdown I feel like that for me was really 
the time where I was like healing and feeling great and then yeah so then I went to university went to my first year and I feel like I just got wound up in this drinking kind of um community and not to say that I didn't have a good time I did have a great time but um I feel like yeah you have to be consistent so practice so I've definitely realized where I was starting to spiral down into old habits and I stopped myself and that will be the only thing that can really help because yeah a lot of the time people think that if they just <clears throat> start going to therapy and talking to people like they'll feel better but you really have to take guidance from yourself and stop any critical thinking as soon as it arises um in your mind so yeah so the next tip I'd say is just really be mindful of your thoughts and your actions so that's linking again to what I said before about um practicing and being consistent but in regards to being mindful of your thoughts and your actions so implement every day some positive affirmations in the morning and in the evening um some that are really helpful are just like I'm so worthy of love and I deserve every positive experience that comes my way that kind of vibe I have a lot of positive affirmations on my Instagram simone.edmonds and I'm not trying to just do a little promo here but um yeah you could definitely find some good ones on there um and then some you know positive actions to help with any sort of self-sabotaging habits um can be literally just making sure that you get yourself to move your body going out getting sun on your skin um and instead of going on your phone in the morning and watching I don't know TikToks and stuff put your phone to the side and meditate and think don't even think sorry just try to acknowledge your thoughts and journal journal out whatever you feel is worrying you, whatever you feel is bothering you, get it all out on a piece of paper and try to rationalise all of these thoughts. And from there, just move towards an energy within yourself where you're just loving and accepting of yourself and of your reality. And obviously gratitude is so important. So any sort of like grateful affirmations like I'm so happy that today has come like today is a gift and feeling grateful within yourself just for everything that you have that will help in general okay so for the next section I'm going to move into the delightful Q&A um before every episode is recorded me and Mia tend to post on our story um where you guys can send us questions and we will answer them so keep your eyes peeled on our story um throughout the week because maybe one of your questions will get answered um so I feel like one of my okay the first one I'm going to answer my favorite one is how do you know when you're self-sabotaging um and this is a very interesting one because a lot of the time people don't know they're just like on autopilot and don't really realize that they're self-sabotaging um but I feel like if I, to be fair actually also it can be the other way around you it, you know exactly what you're doing you know what you're doing to yourself why you're harming yourself and 
that can also be very, very harmful. Um, but I feel like for me, I know when I'm self-sabotaging, when I don't feel myself and I'm ignoring every single sign <laughs> that's telling me that I am. So I feel like that's such a bad, vague answer, but I feel like when you know, you know, um, and I just ignore the good things in my life and only focus on the bad things and the negative and suppress any feelings of, I don't know what I'm feeling, but let's say I'm feeling really depressed, whatever. Yeah, I suppress all of that with going out and drinking and ignoring how I felt deep down or I'd be in really bad friendships and like not feel nourished by these friendships or supported. And deep down, I probably knew that it wasn't the right thing. It's like, you you know, you go home and you tell your mom like about your day at school and they'll be like, um, that doesn't sound too good, Simone. And you're like, really? Well, it's fine. And you just like kind of go on about your day. So deep down, you always knew that that friend is probably not that good for you. Or deep down, you always know that that, you know, night out probably wasn't the best decision in the world. Um, but I think the first step again is just holding yourself accountable, um, and acknowledging it and accepting it and yeah, moving forward and moving away from those habits and forming new ones, forming new friendships, forming healing friendships. Like when I met Mia, honestly, my life changed and I feel like self-sabotage just didn't even have a place in my life anymore. Um, so yeah, not that you should rely on a friend to help you, but I do think having good friendships where you have similar interests and positive outlooks on life, that can really help. Um, but yeah, I feel like for people that have some really deep issues with self-sabotage and are really aware, um, that they're, you know, damaging themselves and their body and their mental health and their friendships that is a whole nother level um and I feel kind of unqualified to talk about that um even though I'm doing a whole podcast on self-sabotage and how to overcome it come on Simone what is going on here but I feel I feel like that is very different um I just call that complete toxicity um because self-sabotage is I mean, it's it's toxic, but I feel like for people that don't even want to change, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. And that's not something that I'm going to cover because I don't think it would even be relevant to the audience. So, okay, the next question um, I'm going to talk about is why do people feel the need to self-sabotage? Um, and this is quite a difficult one, but I feel like for those kind of people I mean also it's not like I haven't done it before but I feel like it's when you can't really acknowledge the emotions going on deep down that's when you feel the need to pacify through self-sabotage um in whatever form you choose but I feel like yeah when you become more emotionally intelligent and emotionally aware and start to acknowledge what is going on deep down um I feel like then you can kind of move away from it and just start your healing. But yeah, I feel like also for people that have grown up with maybe really strict parents or yeah, just don't have a very loving environment um, 
or never have that's their only way to kind of pacify themselves and to feel okay um yeah it's a bit of a difficult one but I feel like once you start healing your relationship with everything with your just any sort of relationship like romantic relationship dating friendships um sex like all the stuff I've listed then you'll kind of feel why was there a need for me to to sabotage my life like that and yeah just move into a more healthy way of living um so yeah and then also it can just be like a lack of control or or a need for control because everything else in your life is being controlled that kind of vibe um yeah it's a really like it's a, a difficult topic and honestly I just wanted this episode to just be like a touching upon it and if you want to go deeper into it then definitely do the inner work and go and talk to a professional but um I hope that you guys have found this useful and yeah I won't answer any more questions just because I wanted to keep this short and a lot of the questions were just repeating questions so um I will just finish up with with final thoughts which are remember to value yourself put yourself first um just by existing you deserve the best and don't let yourself fall short of that because of what anyone else is saying and just believe in yourself believe in your goals and your ambitions and do not sabotage your life just to please other people um and if you do not feel valued or loved somewhere remember you can leave it is not a loss in your life if you didn't feel like energetically safe or loved somewhere um which I know is easier said than done but again it's better to protect your energy than to feel horrible somewhere so yeah um if you have any questions or would like advice on anything please send in your questions to either me or Mia I will put our Instagrams and Twitter in the description of this episode um but I hope you guys have enjoyed and I will catch you in the next episode bye